the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. You know I'm a bad girl. Do what I want, say what I like. Nobody can touch me, trust me, I'm a bad girl. Get what I want, save in the life. Nobody can touch me, you know I'm a bad girl. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Friday Eve. Oh, thank you, indeedy. And you know what? Speaking of thanking Jesus, can we thank him, San Diegans, for this weather we got right now? Is it not absolutely gorgeous? Where is this a couple of months ago? I know. It is warm yet dry, and it is just absolutely heavenly. And um, so I'm just enjoying myself and looking forward to the weekend. We are rolling into uh, the weekend here tonight with lots of great content for you guys, a lot of great information to share with you, but I, I really hope to have a conversation with you guys tonight because there's uh, 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170, because the supposed future speaker of the House made some comments today that are quite the head scratcher for me. We're going to talk about that, and I want to get your opinion on that. Um, lots of Speaking of head scratching... Skins and I, before the show, we were there, we were kind of confused and we're going to spend a little time on this tonight. We were kind of confused on the vote before the vote, the, of the vote that was supposed to happen today involving shots for children. So we're going to be talking about that in a moment. Liz Truss, former far left kook, gone supposed conservative. Ta-ta. Yeah, she, uh, ta-ta, Liz Truss. She decided to, to say cheerio, fairy well, fairy well, fairy. Hello. <laughs> Farewell. <laughs> to uh, being a prime minister, I think she, I think her reign as PM was even shorter than any of J Lo's marriages. Right, so we got that to talk about tonight. But I'm um, tish. I'm here all week, at least one more day after tonight. (laughs) 888-344-1170. Email me at Andrea K. Show. And I'm getting lots of emails, by the way, for the podcast. They're not up immediately after the show every night. It can take a day or two till the podcast get up. I'm grateful that you guys are asking about it. We are currently all current at the moment. We're currently all current at the moment. And if you are interested in the podcast because you can't listen to every night or every hour of the night, then download wherever you wherever you uh, get your podcast. I just want to know why they're not listening live. I, well, a good question. Why are you not priorities? Listening? Hello, why are you not listening live? Do we have to hunt you down, darling, like a corgi on a <laughs> like a corgi on a fox hunt? Don't make me have to don't make me have to hunt you down, darling, because I will, and you might not like it when I when I when, when I capture you. <laughs> All right, y'all recognize that voice. We might as well bring him in officially. It's none other than DJ Potato Skins. Uh, one night I have to challenge you to do the entire show in a British accent. You know what? I, the night that we, that Brexit happened, I actually was invited on as, uh, when my friend Dr. Gina Loudon was in town and doing her show on, uh, You to America every night here. I, I was, I, I, I showed up. I think I was wearing tweed. I had a plate of scones with me and I did the entire show in a British accent. You're- <laughs> Outstanding. I love that. 
And Brexit was never delivered to the people no, of the not. UK. Never delivered. Not unlike so many similarities between us and, and the UK, darling. Uh, not unlike the fact how many times the American people here voted for something and then had, had been given um, a, a cheerio while being given the middle finger, right? Did we get, when we gave both houses of Congress and the White House to an outsider, did we get what was promised to us on the campaign trail? Nope. The president tried to deliver it. Unfortunately, he's... No one backed him up. Yeah, because he actually respected the little thing called the three branches. We've got the executive branch, which was POTUS, but uh, uh, the... um, legislative branch i.e. the people who are supposed to be writing the laws and spending the money is supposed to be the house of representatives and the senate right and we did not get what we were supposed to be getting then and we are on the brink we are we are close to possibly getting control back to the house and the senate and yet we've got the the so-called expected future speaker of the house saying some of the most boneheaded mind-numbingly moronic comments today. And the interesting thing is that in relation to Liz Truss, I'm not an expert in the parliament system over there, the UK, the different parties and how it works over there. But when Liz Truss got nominated after Bojo stepped down, I actually played that night her acceptance speech of what she said she was going to do as prime minister up against the clip from when she was a college student at Oxford and she was attacking uh, Maggie Thatcher, I think it was, was the clip we played. And she sounded like she was AOC with a British accent. And at least her accent was real, unlike AOC at some town hall somewhere manufacturing like she's some essay out of, you know, like she's some, you know, essay out of Tijuana with her phony Mexican accent. It was absolutely ridiculous. And she's certainly had a lot of pushback of, of late. Yeah. Um, so, what you know, uh, uh, many people who are experts or not even and don't even have to be an expert to see that Liz Truss was not a real conservative. She's the UK version of a rhino. As, as exemplified, 44 days, she comes out today, you know, th- things are bad over there. We, what did you think? You were going to step in and take the position and, and it was all going to be rainbows and unicorns? Did you not think that, you know, the, and this is so typical of uh, the mindset culturally around the world. And that is uh, no, 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 I'm going to hunker down and do the right thing and fight and fight and fight for the right thing. I'm just going to go weak and walk away. I mean, think what think about what Trump did. Compare that to what he did for four years, even if the his own party came against him. Right. That you know, he campaigned on, came down the escalators talking about build the wall. Right? And what was the first thing that the Republican Party did besides failing to fulfill the multi-year promise of repealing and, re- and, and replacing Obamacare was to fight Trump on building the wall. And what did he do? He found money and all he wanted was five million dollars. Right. Which was less than what Paul Ryan probably paid to build a wall around his house in Minnesota or Minneapolis area where he's from. Trump made true on his promises. Right. So this woman in typical rhino fashion just decides, I guess, things weren't as easy as she thought it was going to be in 44 days. Good grief. Most Americans still have cheese in the refrigerator that's older than 44 days. And she walks out of 44 days. That's so typical Lazy, non-committed, not apathetic, I'm just going to walk away, squishy kind of nonsense that is a part of what's destroying Western civilization. The Democrats here in this country, 
the far left around the world, the governments involved in the Great Reset reset and the New World Order, they are like the Black Lives Matter Antifa activists that, you know, it's all, there's just different methods and different tactics, but they fight all day, every day, 24 hours a day. And what do we have going on here? Here we're about to possibly... If the Republican Party doesn't completely screw it up by allowing the Democrats to steal it in the midterm elections. And Kevin McCarthy comes out today and says two ridiculously stupid things. First of all, he comes out and says. "Um, uh, Well, when we when we take back control of the House, we're not going to write a blank check to Ukraine. What does that even mean? He doesn't get into any of the substance of anything going on with Ukraine. No, it's just we're not going to give a blank write a blank check. Oh, so what does that mean? So you're still willing to spend money? It's just not going to be a blank check? That's, a, that's supposed to reassure who? If you're going to make a statement like that, why, why aren't you backing it up with something that's meaningful? I don't even know who he's campaigning. Who, what voting base is he trying to reach with that? And then the second thing he says is that when the Republicans take the House, they're not going to use impeachment politically like the Democrats did. It's time for healing. Now, I, I told you before the show, uh, Biden also called for healing, Andrea. And then what did he do on that dark night when it was very, we'll just call it evil, and he pretty much called all of MAGA extremists? Yeah. The, Dem- the Democrats' idea of healing is allowing you to come out of the gulag after about eight or nine years when you, because you question the election. Praising their name. Yeah. That's, that's the Democrats' idea of healing. Why didn't Kevin McCarthy? I'm going I'm to go a little bit deeper on some of those other points, addressing the two points that he made. But why didn't he talk about the fact that today, although was it really yesterday? Was it today that the CDC took a vote to shove vaccines? It was supposed to be today. It was supposed to be today. Or was it really yesterday when the CDC and their, quote, advisory board was voting to decide... 15 individuals, we are a nation of 330 individuals, and 15 voted to push shots that are of no benefit, best case dangerous, worst case killing Americans, and particularly young people. And they're to not try even to form- elected officials. They're not elected, 15 people. And then on top of it, when Jordan Satchel, I don't I never know how to pronounce his name, he actually posted the names, published the list of these 15 individuals. The left came after him, like, how dare you post the names of these individuals? So not only do we have 15 individuals in this country under the guise of hashtag science, making a decision with the purpose of denying parental rights and the purpose of injecting an unknown substance, che- treating the children of this country. How many, we have, we have at least 330 million, million Americans. What percentage of them are children? And that who, that is who they want to be forced to be injected with, uh, w- treated like guinea pigs in this country, as Carrie Lake said, with something that they, with, when we no, already know, it's been said ad nauseum, but I'm going to say it again. Children don't get this and they don't get it, give it and they don't die from it. This is experimental. This is this is this is medical abuse on children. And Kevin McCarthy decides he's going to come out and talk about what the Republican Party is going to do. And 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 he doesn't mention this. 
Yeah, well, Kevin McCarthy should have just been only talking about this. This is the number one issue, this tyranny that is going on. And yesterday, Andrea, was supposed to be when the comments were supposed to be in by, so there could actually be discussion about this. Right. So, yeah, what, what, so... Last night you reported, you came in and said breaking, there was breaking news that the 15 members of the CDC panel voted to add the COVID shots to the immunization schedule. Yep. Right. And, but then I, and I, and I even said to you at the time, I said, well, wait a second. Uh, that was supposed to be Thursday when they're taking the vote. Wednesday was supposed to be the day. I thought, well, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there's some people are going to vote to have it added the next day. I, think they did it I didn't really, purpose. well, yeah, because, um, the October, and the, it, as it stated, the October 20 agenda for the agency's advisory committee on immunization shows it will quote, discuss the 2023 child and adolescent school uh, revisions and 2022 adult schedule revisions in the morning and then vote in the afternoon. Yet they voted 15 to 0 on Wednesday to add the shots without the discussion, without the discussion. This is the kind of games being played on us. They voted ahead of hearing anybody on purpose, on purpose. They know that these shots are dangerous. They know, if, for example, the, the Florida Attorney General t- Twitter took his, took his tweets down because he said, uh, given the, I think it's 80% increase of myocarditis, pericarditis, and heart attacks and, and deaths in young adults from these shots, we are, we are remote, we're, we are recommending, they didn't, they didn't, uh, deny any parent the right to, to get these shots, but he said, we are recommending the parents do not get these shots, right? Um, so these are games being played here. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue the discussion about why going into the midterms, why are they doing this? And why should Kevin McCarthy be talking about this instead of impeachment and instead of Ukraine? But if he's going to talk impeachment in Ukraine, how should he be doing it? This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer is San Diego. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Want to read a little something to you guys. Rest in peace, Samuel Westmoreland, 18, a freshman offensive lineman at Mississippi State University, died on October 19, according to reports. His death occurred only two days before his 19th birthday. Westmoreland was found dead in a church in Starkville, Mississippi, and while no cause has been announced, the police have already ruled out any foul play. The Mississippi State Athletics family is heartbroken by the sudden death of Sam Westmoreland. MSU head football coach Mike Leach said in a statement released Wednesday afternoon, Sam was a beloved son, brother and teammate and a tremendous young man with a limitless future. He will always be remembered and deeply missed by everyone who knew and loved him. Leach added the entire MSU family mourns as our thoughts and prayers go out to the Westmoreland family. Our highest priority is the support of the Westmoreland family and our student athletes during this troubling time. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear that, Skins? To be quite honest, Andrea, and I hate even saying it, but the first thing that pops up in my mind is the same thing when I hear similar stories like this is he probably recently got the uh, the poisonous poke. How many athletes have to drop dead on or, or, or fall over or have heart attacks on soccer fields, football fields, Oh, this is happening to athletes at an alarming rate. Absolutely alarming rate. And yet the CDC is trying to force these shots on kids. Couple, couple of things uh, to continue, and we're going to get back to this Kevin McCarthy thing. This is, they wouldn't have to be trying to force this 
when these shots are already out in the market, if parents were getting these shots into their kids, which means this is a winning issue for the Republican Party. All they have to do is talk about it. This is it. This is about parental rights. And this is also about the fact that it's about the American people a suspicious, if not um, worse than suspicious, having absolutely no trust whatsoever in the CDC and the NIH at this point. If the American people trusted the CDC and the NIH at this point, they wouldn't have to be trying to add them to any kind of schedule after everything that happened with the pandemic. This is about this is about freedom. This is which is everything about the pandemic, right? Was about individual liberty, individual freedom. It was about the government. The pandemic didn't kill anybody uh, in in terms of uh, well, the, the virus killed some people. But if you look at the extent of the damage that was done, it wasn't the pandemic. The pandemic didn't shut anybody's business down. The, Andrea, if the if the therapies that were denied for countless people. Uh, over the course of two years were actually allowed to be administered, how many lives would have been saved? Far more people died and will die as a result of the government's reaction to this virus than anything related to this virus. This is, this is a winner for the Republican Party. You look, at, you look at, at how Glenn Youngkin was able to win in Virginia. Why? It was about parental rights. And whether we're talking about parental rights on a shot or whether we're talking about parental rights over what's happening in our schools in terms of the perverted, perverted books or the transing, this is a winning issue that they could have voted for. And something else people need to know. Um, they're, they're clear. The CDC is clear to come out and say that this, this isn't about trying to force it into kids. Um, the states will have the final say. According to my research earlier today, 12 states have it automatically set up that whatever the CDC says is automatically happening in their states. 12 states. Not in Florida, though. So you need so we so the, if Republicans, conservatives, as well as Democrats and independents who care about their parental rights, who care about their their, and I don't know how you, I don't know how any parent out there is trusting the CDC, but they're really not right. Which is why they're they're not getting these shots. Ninety something percent, I think, of parents have not gotten at least uh, either not gotten the shot at all for their kid or gotten the booster. Right. Um, here's what. Uh, We were talking about, um, before the break, we were talking about the Florida Surgeon General. Here's what he had to say. Regardless of what at CDC Gov votes tomorrow, this was uh, the 18th, on whether COVID-19 vax are added to routine child immunization, nothing changes in Florida. Thanks to Governor Ron DeSantis, COVID mandates are not allowed in Florida, not pushed into schools, and I uh, continue to recommend against them. Um, there are 20 states, though, that have, uh, including uh, Florida, have prohibited COVID vaccine uh, from being required from students. And, of course, it's not a vaccine. It's a shot. This per the National Academy of State Health Policy. So what you, what you need, what we need to do as, as parents and as citizens is find out what's going on in your state. Uh, California, I think Gavin Newsom signed that these shots are, are going to be required of children in the next uh, school year. Um, not this school year. And, and think about that, Skins. If these shots were so, so important, so necessary as we're going into, uh, into the winter, why wouldn't he be mandating them now? Right? Why wouldn't he be mandating them now? Why isn't the Republican Party 
talking about this. They should be a national issue for every Republican. They supposedly are drafting something called the um, National Stop the Sexualization of Children Act, but there has been nothing and no mention of anything going forward. No outrage over what about Anthony Fauci. No, no, there's there should be outrage on the part of the Republican Party. They should be saying right now. Well, here's where I want to hear from you guys. Do you think that it's wise to not announce too much about what they're going to do when we get the majority back uh, to not tip off the Democrats? No. I, I, it, let I, me I throw the, the number I, out there. I, mean, let me, I see the strategy, Andrea, but also people are so distrusting of the of the rhinos, the, the establishment. And if we're going to try and get some normalcy back to the people that are supposed to be representing us, they have to come out and specifically name what exactly it is they're going to do. 888-344-1170. Do you think that it's smart strategy for the Republican Party? Well, if they're not saying anything about it, then that tells me they don't care about it. That's the message I get. That's the message I get. So if Kevin McCarthy is going to come out and, and say and act as though he's the future speaker and talk about what they're going to do, he hasn't mentioned Fauci, he hasn't mentioned anything about these mandates that are happening, that are still happening. Okay, take this, even take the CDC vote out. Gavin Newsom's already said these shots are going to be mandated on people going forward. We still have military, uh, military people, about 40,000, looking at losing their jobs because of not getting the shots. We still have people trying to put their lives back together because their lives were completely upended and destroyed. And they're not saying a word about it. They're not saying when we take over, uh, take over control of the house, we are going to ensure that people have the, have the freedom to decide on an injection and that they will never be in a position again where the government's going to come in and step in to try to control every aspect of their life on, on the idea of somebody catching a virus. It's not the government's job to promise you that they can keep you from getting sick and they can't, it's not the job and they can't do it anyway. Uh, getting back to uh, the, his thing about impeachment. So he says, um, I, and I don't know, why even mention impeachment? I mean, it, it, you know, for why say who is he trying to appeal to when he says when the Republicans take control of the House, we're not going to use impeachment like the Democrats are for politics. We're going to look for healing. Is that a, is is that supposed to attract some Democrat voter? Why would a Democrat want to vote for the Republicans on that basis. If you're trying to say something that's going to appeal to the Democrats, focus on inflation. Focus on the economy. Focus on the open border. There was a report that came out that I don't know how many um, doses of fentanyl were found inside of candy boxes. This open border and the invasion is absolutely killing us from not just a national security standpoint, but fentanyl overdoses are the leading cause of deaths of those between the ages of 18 and, and uh, 24. Or might even be 18 and 34. If you want to win over Democrat voters, uh, be talking about the economy. Be talking about the open borders. Be talking about the, the parents. But if you're going to mention impeachment, then, then you should be mentioning under the, gui- under, the, under the guise of the way the Democrats did it was for political purposes, but it's, a, it's an, a valid it's a valid tool and it should be done. And oh, by the way, Joe Biden should be impeached because as whistleblowers have come forward 
uh, just just uh, Chuck Grassley reported yesterday, I think, that it's clear that there was a pay for play scheme. They've got evidence that there were in just one instance of Joe Biden with a five million dollar pay for play scheme. They have the evidence of it. Thanks to Bobolinsky, I think his name is. FBI whistleblowers came out and said that Joe Biden was, quote, aware and potentially involved in his son's Hunter Biden's crony business dealing. This, according to whistleblowers. Why? So impeachment is an incredibly valid process. It shouldn't be used politically, but it has been. And if you're going to talk about it, talk about why it's important that it be used. And when is it appropriate? And then and then say, yeah, we want to impeach Joe Biden or keep it shut about it, because if you think that it's a turnoff to mention impeachment and the use of impeachment, they just don't mention it at all. Because what you're telling me is that you want to reach across the aisle. You want to go back to the John McCain, Cheney, Bush days in which the definition of healing is to basically just let the Democrat Party have complete control and do whatever they want to do to this country. And we are seeing the results of it right now. Unfortunately, Andrea, reaching across the aisle no longer exists. It, well, it shouldn't exist, but they're wanting to go back to those days. This is not 1989, although even in 1989 and in the 80s, even going oh, Reagan back to made the, too many mistakes reaching, reaching across the aisle. Well, you know, but at least back in the 90s, Bill Clinton worked with Newt Gingrich and actually got balanced to budget and actually made uh, entitlement programs, made welfare transactional said the era of big government is over. That was actually reaching across the aisle and actually doing something good for the American people. But when you're dealing with a party that is mutilating children and cutting off their genitals, excuse me for being graphic, but it's the truth. I, they, these are not people. I, 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 I may, if I encounter somebody who believes that, I'm not going to be violent against them because I'm not. I'm, I'll pass them on the street. I'll share the road with them. But that's not anybody I want anything at all to do with me and my life personally. And it's certainly not anybody I want in any way involved in our politics. And that's just the the medical mutilation and the medical abuse of children issue. We haven't even gotten into the issue of the deep state and the FBI and the DOJ and the weaponization of that against the American citizens. We haven't even gotten into the $30 trillion in debt. We haven't gotten into the open border. We haven't gotten into the uh, abuse of our military. We might as well get into it. We're going to take a break. We come back. 888-344-1170. If you want to weigh in, this is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer is San Diego. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on the answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Got an email from a listener. We don't use impeachment for political reasons. We have to know if Biden broke any laws first. What the H-E-L-L, she says. What planet has he been on? He's a beep. Forgive me, kitties. Um, yeah. Yeah. When, when it, 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 I'm, I'm glad he said it because this lets you know how weak the Republican Party establishment is if you didn't know it already. They have numerous grounds to, to impeach Biden. Numerous. Chuck Grassley, you know, go to New York Post. There's article after article of detail going on of their findings, thanks to Bobolinsky. Then the FBI knew all about it because the FBI had the laptop. They've known. They've been, they've been participating in covering up the crimes of Joe Biden. The Republican Party knows all about it. They know that he used the office of the vice presidency and sold it off to his family. And not just Hunter, but his brother, his sister, all of it involving energy. 
There's other grounds for impeachment, by the way. Let's talk about intentionally inciting and inviting an invasion at our southern border that involves terrorists, drug traffickers. The United States government is the largest human trafficking organization in the world, and it involves children. That 10-year-old story, that 10-year-old who was raped and, and became pregnant story was a girl who'd been raped by illegals as she was brought up on a caravan. Plenty of grounds for impeachment. Let's talk about Mayorkas, right? Who lied. The member of the border story, there was a border patrol agents and this, there was this story that they had whipped some, you know, illegals that they're conveniently calling everybody migrants, by the way, that they that these border patrol agents, they were suspended um, because they were accused of whipping. At the time that Mayorkas came out and made that false accusation, he already knew it wasn't true. They sacrificed the careers. I don't think those Border Patrol agents are even uh, are, are, are even back on the job, by the way. They were scapegoated and sacrificed to push a lie. We all saw that the Texas National Guard locked a fence, right? And the illegals were all there and all lined up at the fence. And, and the National Guard, Texas National Guard was like, no, you ain't getting in. And then here comes the Border Patrol. And under the, uh, under the, uh, the direction of the U.S. government, just opened the fence and let them in. There's so many grounds for impeachment. High crimes and misdemeanors, in, in my opinion, has, is, uh, is a threshold that's far been surpassed. But let me ask you this, Skins, and callers and listeners. What would be wrong with using impeachment for political purposes? We should be using every... What we face in this country is so evil. What's going on with our children alone, if that's not a hill you're willing to die on and use any tool in your bag in order to save this country and save these children, if you're not willing to do that, you're as bad as anybody on the left. That's evil. That's evil. I, I, the Democrats use every tool at their disposal. Right. So, so Kevin McCarthy wants to heal. What, how do you heal, by the way? How are we supposed to? Let, let's use an example. So you're in a relationship with somebody who has, like, let's say, hmm, I don't know, let's say the guy who beat his pregnant girlfriend uh, so bad that he killed his unborn child, and in, this in Texas, by the way, and a deal was negotiated where he's not going to spend a day behind bars. Is the beaten-to-a-pulp girlfriend who lost her baby, how is she supposed to heal in that situation? She's supposed to just go back into the home with that dude? Because that's kind of what the Republican Party is suggesting here. Because that's what's going on in this. There's no, there's nothing about the Democrat Party that I have anything in common with. There's no reaching across the aisle with the party that would mutilate children. That would, that would intentionally destroy us economically by waging a war on the energy sector. That would intentionally, from John Fetterman to Tim Ryan in Ohio and on and on and on, planning to to release murderers back into the streets and admitting that they're going to murder again. Look at the crime wave we've got across this country. There can't be healing if you're in 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 a relationship with somebody that is abusing you and tormenting you, and torturing you. That's somebody you need to get away from. That's not somebody you stay in a relationship with and try to find common ground. 
When you're up against evil, when you're in a war, your job is to go and destroy the enemy. And not just shoot them, but when the body's on the ground, that's what the bayonet is for. That was always my favorite part in any war movies, by the way, the use of the bayonet. I loved watching that in the Civil War. I love a bayonet. (laughs) Cool looking. Yeah. You got to make sure they're finished off. And we don't have an we don't have an establishment party leadership that's even willing to that, that's even acknowledging there's a war. Well, and, it's and business as usual. It's this is about wanting to resume, resume the status quo. And they were completely away from anything Trump did in office. One of the and, and not only that, but what they cannot do, even if they're successful, even if Trump never runs for office again, and that weasel. Ugh, is there anybody worse than Mike Pence? Nope. I, you know what, and I, and you know how I used to, I, I used to like Mike Pence. I can't stand him now. No, I don't like him either. He's wor- he's worthless to me. He was asked today, oh, if Trump runs, are you going to vote for him again? Oh, smirk. Wait for the for the applause. Oh, there might be somebody else I'd rather vote for. Man, get out of here. They, you, you don't have any chance of getting the nomination. What zero. no matter zero. 75 million MAGA voters, the greatest gift that Donald Trump gave on top of the economic recovery that he did was how he opened the eyes of the American people to how gone, how corrupt and evil the U.S. government is. There was a story out today that Elon Musk says that if he takes over Twitter, he's going to fire 75 percent of the employees. Isn't that what Kevin McCarthy should be saying today? What he should be saying when we take control of the house. We're scorch earthing it, man. We're going to cut off the blood supply to all the tumors because we control the purse springs and we're not giving another dime to the FBI. We're going to choke them out, starve that institution to death. And we're going to use whatever subpoena power we have to expose the criminality going on with everybody there all the way down to the bottom. And we're going to do it in such a way to where we're not going to leave anybody in the Department of Justice, any U.S. attorney anywhere, any any attorneys general anywhere across this country. We're not going to leave them with any option but to file charges. And we're not going to have a trial take place. We're going to make sure it's not done in a D.C. courtroom. That's what we need. That's what we should be hearing. And we would be hearing that if we had leadership that understood the threat that we faced and actually saw it as a threat and wanted to route out that threat instead of revealing that he's a part of it. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got some uh, interesting takes from... uh, All McCarthy has to do is listen to what these Arizonans said right here about what they're voting for. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show on its way. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Maybe Joe Biden could clear up this all this issues. I don't know. Maybe maybe he can make me feel better about everything that's happening in the world. You'll get a chuckle. Yeah, let's play clip three. It's infrastructure decade. A headline on my watch. With the help of your members of Congress here today, I signed into law a once-in-a-generation investment 
and roads, highways, bridges, railroads, ports, airports, and so much more. Over a billion, two hundred, a trillion, two hundred billion dollars. <laughs> it's called the bipartisan infrastructure law. <laughs> How much, Joe? <laughs> Thank you, Biden, for the giggles. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, how about this? How about speaking of impeachment? You know, what? if 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 it were me, I'd be I would be fi- I, I, I don't know. This is I'm, I'm starting to sound crazy here, but we talked about it on the show the other day. I don't know if you guys saw the video of him putting his hands on this 12 year old girl. And uh, I think one of the Secret Service agents tried to stop this guy. It was a guy from Turning Point USA tried to stop him from. Uh, trying to sh- shut off the video and stop him from recording it. This man is a menace. On top of, I wish the only thing we had to say about Joe Biden was his cognitive decline. I wish it was not for the fact that he is an absolutely perverted, lecherous, old, corrupt man who uh, f- who who um, didn't accidentally raise a crackhead woman abusing corrupt um, clump of cat litter like his son or a drug addicted daughter who's been in and out of rehab who wrote in her diary about her father having her take inappropriate showers with him. This man has no business being anywhere near the U.S. government. Where was, uh, you know, for if for Kevin McCarthy to want to talk about Ukraine, he should be he should be talking. The party should be talking about Ukraine. First of all, he should be saying should have we should have never agreed anybody to Ukraine. He should be saying he should either be not saying anything at all or he should be saying instead of saying there's no blank check. It should be um, going forward. Actually, I don't even think he should be saying anything about Ukraine going into the midterms. It is not a, it is not an election issue. What do you think? 888-344-1170. Skins, what do you think? This is, there is not one person. If you listen to these Arizona voters, are they talking about Ukraine? Clip two. Joe Biden's the worst president ever, man. Why? Uh, first of all, look at gas, the economy, the border. We got fentanyl. He doesn't care about it. He doesn't care about Americans. Trump could run again. All he has to do is say, are, are you better off now than you were four years ago when I was in office? And the answer would be a resounding no. Hello, Phoenix. Former President Trump endorsed Republican Blake Masters to unseat Arizona Senator Mark Kelly, a Democrat. Mark Kelly does nothing for the state. So why even talk about Ukraine? It's not, it is not an issue that matters going into the midterm elections. It does not help the United States. No. And if you're going to say it, then you should say the, the, the Joe Biden foreign policy has cost us billions and billions of dollars that we cannot afford when our own border is being completely exposed. Why are we sending any money over to, uh, but, but the, because the left has, well, that not only has the left pushed the, pushed the narrative, but we've got all these neocons. We've got all these so-called conservative talkers still acting as though if you don't want to write a, a blank check, and that includes Mike Pence and beyond, if you don't want to write a blank check to Ukraine, you're a Putin puppet, right? I think we I think we need Marjorie Taylor Greene for Speaker of the House. That's who I think we need. Oh, that'd be awesome. Right? Here's a uh, response from uh, some listeners here. Uh, hi, Andrea. Tried to call, but the phone disconnected. Okay. 
Um, I don't think we're having any issues with the phones, but uh, concerning McCarthy, remember, he is a proto. Oh, this is from Don Jans. He is a protege of Boehner and Ryan. Absolutely. Uh, McCarthy is a big government beltway rhino. He is more interested in winning the speaker position than he is about doing anything. He is a politician and puts McCarthy first. And the good of the country is way down the list. Age is the only difference between McCarthy and McConnell. Don Jans. Absolutely right on. Right on. And we uh, we when I see interviews with people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, you can tell they're obviously coached by the Republican Party and the establishment. And when they're asked about whether or not McCarthy, I didn't intend to, to do the whole hour on McCarthy, um, but it's 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 critical because if we we've got so many good hearted American people working their butt off to try to help get this country back and try to save this country from people running at local office. From people, from people working as volunteers, from people writing checks when they can't afford it right now, because out here in California, it's almost $7 a gallon of gas. We've got people volunteering and ready, willing to work the polls, going to rallies. We've got such good-hearted Americans of all stripes that are desperate to get this country back on track. And we deserve that when it happens, that when we, that if we do manage to get control of both houses by avoiding the traps and the pitfalls of the election theft, like we reported last night that Arizona is already engaged in, we must, we have a right to be represented by leadership that's actually going to do their jobs and not this kind of crap. I'm fed up with it. For 20 years, I've been asking, what is the point of having an R after somebody's name when they win if they're not going to actually govern like a Republican? Who do we see on the monitors tonight? Jeb, exclamation point. Why and who, who dug up the Bush family grave and decided to bring Jeb back? He's not running for anything. The voters actually, one of the things that Trump did and the MAGA movement did was finally routed out and purged, purged. The chain, the McCain family, the Cheney family, and the Bush family, out. There's nobody that's got a taste for Jeb. Nobody. Herschel Walker had an interesting thing to say. Somebody, and speaking of Herschel, this is this is a long clip. I think we might save this for the next hour. It's um, a good one. It, it's a good one. He's my nominee. As of right now, he's my nominee of Hero of the Week. Yeah, and, and for, for a lot of reasons, because speaking of a good-hearted person who's decided to do something, do you know that what it, must, what it takes to run for office in this country, particularly at the congressional level? And, 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 and that's why, why he deserves, as well as everybody does who's part of this MAGA movement, people like Scott Pressler, the persistence, who is, has fought so hard to flip districts, to sign up voter registration across this country, that we deserve that if all this hard work pays off and we actually get control, that we get the results that we deserve on the other side of it. And speaking on the other side, we've got another hour of the Andrea K. Show coming up, so don't you go anywhere. Stay tuned. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.